Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today I am going to debunk some investing myths. I have people come to me all the time wanting to learn about investing, which I think is amazing. I'm so here for it. But there are so many misconceptions about investing that it keeps people stuck in fear stuck not taking action, which means they don't invest for ages and they end up losing years in the stock market, which is years of potentially wasted interest that you can be making on your money. Now, if you listened to my last episode, you will have heard and learned my story about how I got into investing, what I went through and how I went from having zero pounds invested to having £15,000 plus invested. Now, if you haven't had a chance to go listen, you can check it out. I think it's episode five. Um, but yeah, let me know what you think. Now, little disclaimer before we start, I'm not a financial advisor, so please don't take any of this as personalised advice. And know that when you are investing, do your due diligence beforehand. Okay, let's get into it. Now, first up, one of the biggest misconceptions about investing is that investing is risky and it's just like gambling. Now, technically, the definition of gambling is taking risky action in the hope of a desired result. So technically, yes, there is risk involved, just like there is in gambling, but usually the odds are stacked against you when you're gambling, like you would in like a casino or betting, whereas that's not actually the case with long-term investing. In gambling, you're hoping the more that you play, the more it will increase your chances of hitting the jackpot right? Not everybody can hit the jackpot. And the stats show that over time, gamblers lose money. And we know this all the time because it's very addictive. And we hear about people who gamble all their money away. And yeah, it's it's a more, I guess, negative activity in regards to the odds because they are stacked against you. But with investing long term in the stock market, the stock market is appreciating over time on average. So if you keep playing the investing game, the odds are actually more likely to be in your favour. So yes, your money is at risk, but you have more control over mitigating that risk. So for example, you can diversify your portfolio and what you're investing in to make sure your money is spread out and it's less risky. And you also, like, you have the choice over your investing decisions. Whilst you don't have control over the stock market, and we can't necessarily predict the future, but there are years worth of stats to show how you can make responsible and less risky uh, choices with your investing to actually build wealth over time. So for example, investing for 20 years by buying and holding a low cost index fund, that's going to appreciate over time. 
Now, the thing about investing is people seem to put all of these types of investors into one box. You're either an investor or you're not an investor. But someone who is a day trader is not the same as someone who is a long-term investor. They have different strategies, different goals, different mindsets, and there's a massive difference between the two. And I think sometimes the waters get muddied between those two. And if you have a pension, you're already an investor. But like I say, not all investors are the same. So if we're talking about risk, someone who wants to retire in 10 years is probably going to be more risk averse than someone who has 40 years before they need to retire. Now, if we go back to comparing day trading and investing, which is sometimes where people say, isn't it like gambling? Day trading is a bit more like 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 gambling because essentially what you're doing is you're entering the stock market, you're playing around, buying and selling stocks within a shorter period of time to try and make more money. So it'd be like going into Zara when there's a sale, knowing that they're well, pre- trying to predict that there's a sale on, going into the store, buying something at discounted price, and then going and selling it, I don't know, on Vinted, hoping that Zara put the price back up. And it's like that short term, like buying and flipping. Now, the problem is that is that you can't actually predict what the market's doing. Stats show most of the time, day traders lose money. So yes, day trading very risky. And I don't, it's not something, not I don't think, it's not something that I would ever personally recommend. And I don't put it in the same category as investing because long-term investing is quite the opposite. You're investing your money, buying and holding on to stocks to make a profit over a long period of time. I'm talking like 10, 15, 20, 30 years plus, all the years, people, not days, years, decades, if you will. And to add to that, there is actually just as much risk leaving your money in a current account or a savings account with like 1% interest, where we know that due to inflation, it will depreciate and lose value over time. So your money, let's say you've got £1,000 saved now, that is not going to hold the same value next year. So if this year your £1,000 can buy you 100 items, next year it might only be able to buy you 99. And obviously, if you're always holding your money in cash, it means you're always losing money. So there is risk involved by not investing. Okay, second misconception. Investing is only for rich people. Now I have a question to pose for you. How do you think rich people got rich? I'll tell you this, it certainly was not by saving money from their paycheck every month and only doing that. Now, I'm going to give you a quick sum, quick maths time. If you deposited, let's say you had £250 that you could save a month for the next 20 years. If you deposited £250 every month from your paycheck, the difference between saving and investing is quite big. So if you saved it in a cash ISA with an interest of 1%, over 20 years, you'd have contributed 60 grand of your own money, right? And in the account, you would have a total of 66,445. Now that's a total of six and a half grand interest. Now that doesn't take into account inflation and the value that your money loses. Now, if you invest that £250 a month into a low-cost index fund with an average return of 7% over the course of 20 years, so same time period, same amount of money, so 60 grand you would have put in of your own money, in your account, you would have a total of £130,231.66p. So that's nearly 70 grand's worth of interest. You've basically doubled your money. Like I said, caveat to that point, the above numbers don't take into account inflation over the 20 years, which obviously affects the value of your money. But it's just a simple comparison so you can see the difference. 
So if you focus purely on saving your money every month to build wealth, you're losing money. You're basically working hard for your money, putting some aside for security and safety and freedom for the future, but then that money loses its buying power. So it's actually doing the opposite. Whereas if you're investing, you're working hard and then you're making your money work harder for you. That is how wealthy people get and stay wealthy. Now, the reason that we assume that investing is only for the rich is because for years, it's been a very exclusive club. The info hasn't been shared easily, especially with people who aren't born into wealth. We're not taught about it in school. And the language is bloody overcomplicated. Inflation, compound interest, index funds, mutual funds, volatility, diversification. I mean, I've actually used a lot of those words, but... Still, it's literally like someone ate a dictionary and just spat it back out with all the big confusing words and it makes it harder to understand. But to add to that, the images and the representation of wealth in society, what do we think? Old white men, right? So we make the assumption, "Mm, investing isn't for me. But we live in a world now where technology has made investing a lot more accessible and you can literally start with like £10 a month. I think the smallest, I think the one that I know it's probably like the smallest is like one pound a month. You like round up your purchases and invest it for you. So you literally could get started investing today. Whereas years and years ago, you would have had to have turned up to the bank in a suit, you know, wads of cash in your in your uh, bank account or in a briefcase. I don't know. I don't know how it worked back then, but you get my point. Whereas now it's so much more accessible. So it's not that investing is only for the rich. It's that to be rich, you have to invest. And that brings us on to the next misconception. There is no point investing if I only invest a small amount of money. I might as well wait until I have a higher income to start investing. Now, like I mentioned, there are so many places that out there allow you to invest with a small and affordable amount. But uh, obviously, I'm going to be honest, that's not going to be the thing that's going to make you wealthy, right? If I, I wouldn't, I'd be lying to you if I said, oh my God, no, putting £10 a month away for the next 40 years is going to make you a millionaire. It all adds up. It does add up, but it's not going to be the thing that actually brings you massive wealth. But investing a small amount every month at, just to get started has a bigger impact than just the total value of what you'll end up with. First of all, you get to make the most out of compound interest where your interest is making interest it needs time. So the sooner you can enter the stock market and get started, the better. It also helps you build confidence, which like in your own ability to invest and build wealth. And it also helps you get into an investor's mindset, which is so important, if not more important than the amount of money you're putting away. Maybe not more important, but you know, like just just as important. Now, you know me, I'm all about the mindset and the emotional side of wealth. And investing is seen as this big, practical, statistical, scary thing, right? But there is a very big psychological and emotional element to invest in. I could actually do a whole podcast, I think, purely on that side of it. But you have to believe that you can be a investor, right? You have to believe that you are capable of using the stock market as a vehicle to build wealth. You have to not allow your emotions to take over. You have to have a plan for the long term. And a lot of that is about mindset, which is just as important. So they're the main three myths that kind of need dispelling. One is that investing investing, investing is risky and like gambling. Two is that investing is only for rich people. And three, that there's no point investing if you only have a small amount of money. 
So hopefully that makes you feel a bit clearer on investing. And this brings me onto a very exciting piece of news. Drum roll, please. Oh, that didn't sound very good. I have just launched a special pop-up investing mini course called Feel Good Investor, where you're going to learn to invest and go from confused to confident in 30 days, and you can actually start growing your money. Oh my God, it's going to be so good. It is going to cover everything you need to know to build confidence and start investing. So I'll be breaking down all the confusing language that's overcomplicated into an actually easy to understand way. I'll go through what investing is, why you need it, and basically a walkthrough on your options on how to actually get started and what you need to do before you even start so that you feel ready and prepared. And the pistol resistance. You know that I'm the money mindset queen. So of course, there's going to be a whole session on how to break through the fear and actually step into that investor mindset. Now, I have spent so much time and money myself learning about investing. And like I say, if you listened to my last episode, you would have learned I had one friend who sat me down, gave me all of the information, which was so helpful. I asked all the questions. I still went away and didn't invest for another eight months. I did all the research and I did all the confidence building before investing anything, right? I had all of the knowledge, but I still felt like I didn't know enough. I was like, what if I'm secretly missing something? What if there is a huge piece of the puzzle that I'm missing out on and this all kind of seems too easy, right? I was like, am I missing something? (laughs) And I was scared. But after I started, I was like, oh my God, like I wish I had started sooner. And you know what? That's totally okay. Because we move, I'm over it. Because I still have years ahead of me, I hope. Um... Yeah. Anyway, no matter where you are right now, whether that is you have no clue about investing, but you want to learn. Maybe you have a bunch of savings and you don't know what to do with them. Maybe you've started in learning about investing, but you actually still feel confused or scared to start. This mini course is going to help you go from confused to confident. And the aim is to do it in 30 days. So basically, there's going to be a session on learning to invest in the stock market and growing your money a session on creating an investor's mindset, and then a live Q&A session where you can bring all and any of your questions to the table. You can ask me anything. And there'll be a community so that we can all, like there'll be a community vibe so that there is a place that you still have to go and ask those questions. And the replays obviously are available within that chunk of time. And there's going to be so much goodness classic like I honestly wish I had this before I learned but do you know what I had to go on this journey so that I could bring this stuff to you now when you think about investing and you think about all of those myths and misconceptions I'm you might agree with one you might agree with all of them you might even have your own ones of where you're at because there is so much noise out there about about it it can be really overwhelming like I remember reading an article and I had Google and Investopedia up on the side and I was googling and like dictionarying every other word I was like I don't even know what this language is and then when you actually understand it you're like why do they make it so complicated so this course is going to break that part down. It's going to actually help you understand it in a way that makes you actually feel excited about growing your money. And we also live in a world right now where all we're reading is about the scary stuff, right? Inflation and energy bills rising. And we don't have full control over that stuff. But what we do have control over is where we choose to put our money. So the sooner that we can learn to invest and you can start growing your money, 
the better. Now, this is the first time that I'm running this course, which is so exciting, but... Um, I'm going to basically be offering it out on a discount, discounted rate of £98. But after this round of the course, it is going to be going up. So this is the last time that you get it at that price. Now, I think at the time of this episode, the court going out, the course is going to be live, which is so exciting. So if you want to go and grab yourself a spot and you're ready to basically get excited about building wealth and stepping into an investor's mindset, then now is your time. And if you are listening to this uh, episode after the course is closed, I am sorry, but I'm sure I will absolutely be running it again. So keep your eyes peeled for when it next opens. So thank you all very much for having a listen. I hope you enjoyed this episode on debunking investing myths. And I hope to see you on the Feel Good Investors mini course. I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can click through, get all of the details and sign yourself up. And if you have any questions about it, what it includes, um, what, yeah, what, how it's going to run, please do drop me an email or slide into my DMs. Um, I guess to answer a few questions, it will be a 30-day course, which will have all of the replays within like an area that you can rewatch, which is available for that time period to give you enough time to really digest all of the information. And yeah, if you've got any other questions, please do let me know. And also that noise in the background is a snoring doggy. So I'm sorry about that. But I hope you all enjoyed this episode and I look forward to the next.